the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I think some of the top stories of the day is yesterday started off not like the best, happiest new day of the new year for the stocks. Today, we knew all eyes would be on Georgia. It's been about a month, two to two months of, I don't want to say fretting or hemming and hawing, but we knew the Senate was still not quite decided, even though it's darn close. And history would say that it'll stay Republican because Georgia is such a Republican state. But it comes into the question of votes versus districts versus turnout or something along those lines. COVID-19 cases in Europe are skyrocketing in the UK and Germany. That's weighing on the markets. When people are told you cannot go out, that slows down businesses. It promotes saving versus spending. And Wall Street goes, oh, really? Well, we'll show you about that and punishes the stock market. Overall, we're seeing some of the ramifications from 2020's COVID. Yesterday, I did a story about how rural real estate in cities across the United States that are not on coasts, think Kansas City, think Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Austin, you get the idea. The mid-sized towns are growing at 10% faster than the overall market in prices. We used to be able to say, well, if you can't live in the big city, you can at least afford the mid-sized cities, right? Well, they're losing their affordability fast. As people are saying, I don't want the density. If I have to live with neighbors on me versus neighbors apart from me, I'd rather live with neighbors apart with me. Oh, and it's a cheaper house. Oh, and it's got more space. It's a shift. Will it shift back? Big question. JP Morgan says Bitcoin could hit $146,000. I don't. It's If that wants to be 2% of your wealth, let it be. Discovery Plus is entering the streaming wars. And they bring to it Oprah Winfrey, Chip and Joanna Gaines, 90 Day Fiance, which from the little clips that I've seen – it looks like a pretty horrific show that is not, how shall we say, um, very kind to proper representation of male and female relationships in the world. But Discovery Channel, or Discovery Plus, it's a group of channels. It's HGTV. It's Food Network. It's Animal Planet. It's TLC. It's ID and more. Four ninety nine a month with ad support. Six ninety nine ad free. There's no shortage of competitors, right? AT&T's HBO Max, Netflix, Apple TV+, ESPN+, Hulu, Peacock, FUBU. Roku's got their own streaming channel. 
It's almost too much. My brain cannot wrap itself around it. But streaming is delivering big numbers. I see why Discovery is doing it because they're going to up their value. 63 million households have watched uh, Netflix's Bridgerton. That's a big hit on network uh, TV. Would only get about 10 million. Bridgerton, I don't know the premise, but it has something to do with people who look like royalty. And I think they're making out and having sex a lot. I don't know if that's the full plot recapsulation, but sounds good to me. What's on TV, you say? I'd like to see Apple TV plus something robust this year. And it could be acquiring Discovery or it could be acquiring someone like MGM. Either a studio or a group that, I'll be honest, I'll watch some HGTV on occasion. If it's rolled into my phone cost, down the road you're going to subscribe to a phone. And every year Apple's going to show up on your doorstep and give you a magical new phone with the Apple TV Plus, with Apple Music, with a storage backup. It's just going to be, you're going to spend 30 bucks a month for the rest of your life on telecommunication services. And it's all going to roll into one in your head, whether it's a news service, whether it's a gaming arcade service. Oh, that's 35 bucks a month. Um, whether it's the backup of all your photos, 40 bucks a month. Subscriptions are predictable, and Wall Street loves predictable. Tesla went on a 358-mile drive, a four-hour cruise um, from L.A. all the way to Silicon Valley. And it was only under human control for about a minute and a half while it was recharging. That's crazy. Good for Teslas. Um, that's all I got on that story. McDonald's is introducing three new chicken sandwiches, showing you that the power of the millennial is one of the most powerful forces in America to get corporate America to get you, you millennials and your dollars earned split from one another. Amazon's buying podcast producer Wondery. It's going to give them several uh, popular true crime shows and set up a podcasting showdown with Apple and Spotify. Who knew there was even a war or a battle? But Amazon's saying, hey, we got our finger in this. Some Amazon projects I don't quite get. They buy into the NFL on Thursday nights, but then they say, oh, we're not going to have normal sportscasters. We're going to have female sportscasters who talk to other females because we want to get a new audience to the NFL. And it, it was almost as cringeworthy as it sounds where a female announcer would be like, oh, I like these colors on the Rams. The, the blue and yellow makes their eyes pop. It wasn't that cringeworthy, but it was close. And when I said it, you're like, oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't, was it? Microsoft admit that their source code has been accessed by Russian hackers, which comes back to that theme that I have to say again and again and again and again. There's some themes that are going to continue to be a problem or that are going to solve problems um, that are investable for the long-term patient investor. Not all of them are going to work out as well. It's incumbent on you to really figure out how to best play that. Um, some of the big trends right now, I think remote work, healthcare under Joe Biden versus under Trump, which was different than under Obama. Um, healthcare is a big one. Remote work is a big one. And again, remote work, we all saw Dell and HP sell a lot more computers last year. Apple sold more Macs and iPads. 
hey, kids, your teacher wants you online in your Zoom class. Zoom was the leader. They were the king. They were the obvious uh, 800-pound gorilla in remote work. <laughs> oh, the Zoom stories we have, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, they seem to involve partial clothing, most of them. Salesforce.com needs to make a, a bigger play into remote work. Oil breaks about $50 for the first time since February. Other big trends for 2021 will be China. It's had a not-so-productive relationship with Washington, D.C. in the last two years. Then we're going to get stimulus checks. Then how are we going to spend those? I can tell you, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Lowe's, Home Depot, Target, Walmart. We've already seen that. 5G is out there, but service for 5G is not out there yet, so we still have a long way to go there. Qualcomm is the king. Texas Instruments and NXP semiconductors are like conservative. In between, you got some speculation like maybe Marvel technology and really speculative like Skyworks. Travel and leisure will open up. E-commerce will continue to be dominant. There's some obvious trends out there. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome into 2021. Could be a fun year. Hasn't started that way per se, but it's still very, very early. Uh, we're only two days in, one and a half in theory. Last year was fun. Zoom up 400%, Peloton up 430%, Etsy up 300%, Teladoc more than doubled. All stay-at-home kind of trades that were waiting for the vaccine to hit, and then their dynamics would change. Will we still want Pelotons? Will we still want Etsy and all the cute crafts that people make at home? Um, I got to get a physical in January. Um, and... The Teladoc option is no longer available with my insurance company. They're like, we want you to come to the hospital. <laughs> no, anything but. But yes, it's that time to have the <coughs> uh, annual physical, <laughs> to say the least. Oh, joy, 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 joy. So, so this year is starting out where it's not a lot of fun yet. Uh, taking a look at the markets today, uh, could we get a snapback rally after yesterday where it started off weak and it got weaker and weaker and weaker until it kind of fought back? Today, absolutely no direction. Stocks are mixed as investors are awaiting Georgia Senate runoff election results. The Federal Reserve continues to be out there saying, hey, we, we got your back. We promise that. Um, just be careful now because we're going from the easy money of the stay at home plays to their transitioning. We go from the easy money of five G's coming to it's here transition. We look at travel and leisure and go, well, December looks way better than it did in April and May. True, 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 true. Um, and I don't think it's too early to get into travel and leisure stocks, but I think it is too early to expect immediate gains. You got to get through the process of spring, well, winter, spring, and summer and see where they land. Um, we will be at higher numbers this year, time next year, if all goes well with the vaccine. 
the market should be able to discount a lower probability of lockdowns and social restrictions as immunizations become more widely accepted. As vaccines roll out, it'll speed the inoculation that will become critical for markets to feel healthy again. Um, some plays that I think did okay last year because of stay-at-home that could still do okay. Names like CrowdStrike, Zoom, Logitech, Chewy. Chewy's the at-home pet food play. When the pandemic hit and your kid had to stay at home and not see his friends, you quickly went crazy. It was too much stress for you. What am I supposed to do? Talk to my kid? No, 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 no. I'll buy him a computer. I'll change his room. The computer will help Best Buy, Logitech. I'll change up his room. Uh, William Snow, my Home Depot, Lowe's. Um, but I'm not going to talk to him. Sorry that he can't play with his friends. And you're like, oh, I'm a bad parent. I better get him a puppy. So we all got people puppies. And that's where a company like Chewy is playing into the e-commerce stay-at-home. Why go to a pet food store if you don't have to? This is your life we're talking about, life and death. So we're in a transition year. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Byron Ween, who is an investing legend, says the S P 500 will hit 4,500 in 2021. But he's also warning of a 20% correction in the first half of the year. I like Byron Wayne. Do I think he's the end-all, be-all? No. Um, maybe tomorrow I'll get into some of his predictions. At the start of 2020, he predicted the benchmark SP 500 would pass 3,500 at some point. He tends to throw that out there, and I like it. At some point. Um... He comes out with 10 predictions every year, and it's a cute list. Some of them are a little bit more serious than others. It'll say something like, uh, the President of the United States will have a contentious relationship with a foreign dictator. And you're like, okay. Stocks beyond healthcare and technology will participate in the rise. So he believes cyclical stocks lead the defensive stocks, and small cap stocks beat large cap stocks. He threw into his top 10 predictions that large cap tech stocks will be laggards for the year. Uh-oh. I own Facebook. I own Apple. I'm okay lagging for a year after a year of massive outperformance. I own Facebook. I own Google. I own Apple. I'm okay. I disclose that for legal reasons. I'm okay getting some sideways. He believes that the post-vaccine economy will be strong and momentum will develop on the back of pent-up demand. While stocks in depressed industries like hospitality and airlines will rally, the unemployment rate will fall to 5%, and 2021 will mark the beginning of the longest economic cycle in history, surpassing the economic cycle that we went up from 2010 to 2020. Whoa, that's the most important thing that I've seen in his, his top 10 predictions. The longest economic cycle in history starts in 2021. And 2010 to 2020 was pretty darn good. He's also saying uh, inflation will increase modestly. And as a result, gold will rally and cryptocurrencies will gain more respect during the year. I don't think anything he said is crazy. I would so much rather listen to him than um, 
someone like Kevin O'Leary. I don't have a lot of respect for Kevin O'Leary. Maybe I should, but I just don't. Just throw that out there for you. So Byron Ween is, again, he, I'm not going to say he's me because I don't really think that's the right thing. One of the things he says in his top 10 predictions is that he expects 20% correction in the first half of the year. And that's cool. Buy an opportunity for me. So I don't think I have Buddhas and gurus, but he's been more right than wrong in his career. He always makes you think whether you agree or disagree. I like that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Microsoft said its source code has been accessed. 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 By Russian hackers suspected of carrying out a sweeping espionage campaign. Um... We have to get to a better world than passwords. We have to. There was a company that I invested in a long time ago that used to make secure ID tokens. I did really well with them. They were eventually acquired by Network Solutions. Um, RSA Security. And you had a key fob. And anytime you logged into a secure site, it would say, hey, what's the number on your keychain say? Uh, we've gone through some biometrics with Apple, putting your thumb on the print button, and we just, the security's still not right, is it? And how many passwords are we all juggling? Too many is the answer. Me personally, I say try to come up with at least two days, maybe four days a year where you change every single password that you can. I know. I live ever completely on a digital life. I still have friends who are afraid to get a, uh, like a Bank of America bank account online. But anyway... Let's change the topic to cybersecurity is not going to go away. So you could invest in cybersecurity. There will be big dollars continuing to go that direction. Doubling down on chicken. McDonald's. They're going to launch three chicken sandwiches in February as it tries to reach new customers with more poultry on its menu. This is one of the saddest stories about the 2020 pandemic, right? is how many mom and pops that had genuine uniqueness and flavor to them had to go through one shutdown of spring and summer. And they kind of reopened in the fall and winter, only to shut back down in the winter and spring. Ugh, timing, right? So getting people into your stores, if you're a big chain like McDonald's, it's not that tough. You've got that drive-through architecture. That appears to have a lot of plastic and glass between you and your food, essentially. Or between potentially sick people making your food and getting it to you. And you consuming said sick, non-sick food, right? So fast food has got an inherent advantage. If you were a mom and pop company, you probably didn't say, let's set up a restaurant with a drive-thru. Maybe a couple, right? But McDonald's is doubling down on chicken because a couple years ago, they saw how Popeyes kind of had this crazy phenomenon. Well, that was part of it, right? But also Chick-fil-A, out of nowhere, said, we're bigger than Burger King. We're bigger than Wendy's. We are number three 
behind McDonald's and Starbucks. And it's in the name, Chick-fil-A. Eat more white meat versus red meat. Millennials tastes changing. Baby boomers as we get uh, – am I a baby boomer? No, I'm a uh, Generation X. Generation X as we get older. Doctor's like, you got to cut red meat out, Mr. Black, or you are going to have a heart attack and die. Ah, uh, getting all serious on me. So I do like trends like millennials. I do because they spend. And I do like trends like cybersecurity because Russians hack. It's at least a good start to picking stocks or picking sectors. And every sector that we talk about, there's an exchange-traded fund out there that can match you up with it. So if you wanted to identify the seven most important trends and invest in the seven most important trend ETFs, they're out there. Um, ESG funds, when you're starting to get socially correct and environmentally correct, companies that do good corporately, uh, i.e. hiring as many women as men, i.e. paying women as much as men, that's when you start getting into governance. So environmental, social, and governance. That gets a little bit dicier for me to talk about because in the end, I'm going to let you figure out where you stand on these issues. And I'm going to come back and say you can invest in trends. That's the big picture. And then it's up to you to figure out who all the players are, who's the 800-pound gorillas. You know, Earlier I was talking about one of the trends for the next – year, five years, 10 years, which is a good time horizon in the world of investing because Wall Street looks about six months in front of its nose and that's about it. But one of the trends over the next five years will be more electric vehicles. We're seeing 2020 going down as one of the years with craziest hurricanes, craziest wildfires, craziest winter weather. And we seem to be saying that every single year. So you get someone like Elon Musk who's at the right place at the right time. I don't know if his mom was a hippie. But something went right from her brain to his brain of make cars that don't pollute the environment. Make solar panels so that people can live off the sun. Sunshine's in theory free. Make the technologies to incorporate it into our, our grid. Yesterday, Tesla, Tesla didn't announce, YouTube announced. Again, not ABC, NBC, CBS because we're all watching Bridgerton on Netflix, but when you're not on Bridgerton on Netflix, you're probably, maybe, possibly watching YouTube. And one of the YouTube videos that popped up yesterday was Tesla went 358 miles across California with only one human intervention. Two days prior, they did the same exact thing. It's a website called Whole Mars Catalog. And Last Friday, they tried to make the same exact trip or a similar trip, but there was some debris in the road, so the driver had to put his hands on the wheel. Now, with Teslas, you have to put a pinky on the wheel. You have to put your hand on the wheel. Sometimes you have to squeeze the wheel to prove that you're still there when you're in full self-driving mode. Its packages now cost $10,000. But that package allows the car to stop at traffic lights, recognize signs, change lanes, park themselves. It does not give the car full autonomy. You have to kind of still be conscious, even though there's been a Tesla driver pulled over by the police, where they can clearly see the guy snoring while he's driving. So what they do is they get in front of him, and the car is smarter than you because you're asleep. You would have ran into the cop car, but because it's got radars and lidars and sensors, 
it slowly slows down and the cops can stop a car by getting in front of them that way. Pretty cool. Um, but the driver in this case from Holmeyer's catalog, he didn't touch the steering wheel other than the nominal touch. He didn't accelerate. He didn't uh, brake. He had to stop once to charge the car. That was the only time for one minute and 15 seconds where a human was in control of a 358-mile-long trip. The software is getting better. When you can go from downtown SpaceX in Los Angeles all the way to Silicon Valley, um, he's on to something. It's still part of a trend. It's a gimmick. But the idea of cutting down on car accidents, it's pretty crazy cool as an idea. In my idea, in my opinion. And how, how will that affect things like insurance industries? I got a check back from my insurance company, USAA, this year. Because they're like, you're clearly not driving as much as you usually do. COVID. Therefore, we're going to take less money from you, still applying that we will win in the long run. Hmm. Gary Cohn is joining IBM as vice chairman. Stories like that don't really inspire me to look at IBM. IBM is an old tech company. And it, IBM reminds me of your grandfather who goes, when I was your age, I had three women on my three arms. Grandfather, you only have two arms. When I was your age, I had two women on each arm and one on my back. Okay, Grandpa, whatever you say. Uh, to me, IBM feels like the grandfather whose best days were behind it. But I could tell you amazing stories about IBM and how they had the world. And you know who else had the world at one point in time? Sony. And you know who else had it at one point in time? Ericsson and Nokia. So do I think Apple's impervious? No, because history has shown me tech companies can and will slip. IBM was once so pervasive. They were the Apple in the 1960s, which eventually became digital equipment of the 1970s. Every 10 years, tech has a different dominant leader. The 90s, I think you'd have to say Windows, Microsoft Windows, and Intel. 2000s, I think we can rightfully say started the, the epic era of Apple. And they've done a pretty good job of keeping their cash flow high to keep their research levels high. I saw those Apple AirTags yesterday. They've leaked now. <clears throat> and they look cool. Two days ago, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a tile thing where it's going to blue work with Bluetooth and near-field communications. And they're going to do a little different than Tile did. And Tile, like, yeah, we lose our car keys and we lose our phone. And yeah, in theory, you'll be able to attach this. Yeah, 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 yeah I get it. I wasn't all that excited. But after seeing the industrial design of these things, they're pretty cool looking. If you want to go ooh-ah, ooh-ah for something that's going to be a tracking technology, go for it. Singapore is reporting, speaking of tracking technologies and cybersecurity, that they had a COVID tracking app that the police are now starting to use <laughs> to uh, bust criminals. Ah, you say this is where you were, and why does it say you were here? That's when technology gets a little scary. Technology got real scared in the 1960s with IBM. Gary Cohn has just joined their board. Who's Gary Cohn? Wasn't he an economic advisor to Trump? Yes. And wasn't he a big financial guy before that? Yes. So I don't get excited by that IBM story. But in the 1960s, IBM, uh, there was a movie called 2001 Space Odyssey. 
and there's a computer and it, it scared America like uh, uh, the computer took over the space mission and it's going to destroy this astronaut and kill him. It doesn't want to go back to Earth. What's going on? Computers are evil. Speaking of Elon Musk. That was Hal. That's the computer from 2001 and Hal is H-A-L. And if you shift H4 to I and A to B and L to M, you get IBM. It kind of shows you the fear the world was having of big technology companies, even though it's been widely disputed that that was the meaning of how. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, I think he probably did something kind of intentional with that one. Or was it Arthur C. Clarke? Anyhow, and anyway, great literature, great movies. I'm Rob Black, talking about all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Couple loose ends to tie up this hour. Stocks rebounded today after a sharp sell-off to start the year. A lot of people look at the first five days of the year and go, as those first five days go, so goes the year. If we have an up first five days of January, it's going to be an optimistic year. If we have a down first five days, it's going to be a pessimistic year. The downside on that is I don't believe it. I kind of believe you have to leave room in there for variables like COVID-19 hitting or Russia invading Ukraine or 9-11. I don't think it's as easy as to, you know, pin the tail of the donkey and cheat by using gauze and you're looking straight at it kind of thing. It's not that easy on Wall Street, but it could be, right? Bay Area rent update, San Francisco, year over year, down 24%. Santa Clara, down 24%. Oakland, down 22%. JP Morgan says Bitcoin could hit 146,000 buckaroos long term as it competes with gold. Gold and silver rising to start the year. Those are the big stories in my mind. Good riddance to 2020. I'm not one of those people. I'm not a happy new year kind of guy. I'm kind of like, ah, I'm not really working off the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> now you're saying, I don't think that's quite right. Okay, maybe, maybe not. It's just another day for me. Um, the new iPhone 12 is something that we really, really want to use, but we're stuck inside. It's supposed to have a great long battery life, which would be great for trips, traveling, great camera, uh, water resistant so I can go into the beach and not worry about some water from the ocean hitting it and destroying it, taking it out. But I feel like I haven't been able to test it kind of thing. And I think that's America right now. <clears throat> we have great gadgets. We have great toys. But we're still caught up in that zoom seance can you see me kimosabi can you see me i'm coming in oh i watched a documentary and kimosabi came up because that word got put in my brain over the weekend uh, i watched a leonard nimoy documentary on um spock or the playing the character of spock on netflix it was pretty fascinating the dude had major talent and major chops. He regularly played a Chinese man and an American Indian <laughs> before he got caught up in the whole team kind of thing. Singer, songwriter, poet, photographer. 
true renaissance man. Um, but again, that's where I'm at with Netflix. I'm hoping I don't run out of shows before COVID is over because I don't know. So we have a lot of cool things we have, but we also have still, we're in the world of zoom. We're not in the world of 5g. Um, 5g is not completely rolled out yet. So we don't know. You can live in like the Marina of San Francisco and not get 5G, and yet you can live in Palo Alto and get 5G. And since we're not really crossing the road right now, we're not knowing what we have and don't have. That's why 5G is still a pretty good opportunity for 2021. I think we're all looking for 2021 to reopen, whether it be schools or businesses on some level. 2020 was a... a, a a testing year for us. 2021 will be how far did we come? It's not the distance. It's not what you get that you're unhappy about. It's the distance between what you wanted and what you get. So much grief, so much isolation. The journey feels like it's quite a bit going on. 2021, I like talking about uh, tech predictions, um, restrictions in the United States, they're saying that you may have to download an app, an app to attend a game in the future. So you get your ticket Ticketmaster and they'll send you an, a thing that says, hey, any chance you got your COVID shot? Because we're not doing cash. And you're going to see at the Super Bowl this year a contactless venue where there's going to be no paper tickets. There's going to be no money. You can download an app from the team or maybe from Ticketmaster and suddenly all your concessions are going to go into cash, which for the record, it's going into your phone. Apple pays there kind of thing, right? Google pays there. So that app will be able to track you even better. Starbucks knows from their app that you might visit their stores twice a month. It used to be twice a week. And they know that when you were working, you were going twice a week or three times a week or four times a week. So the amount of super data being collected is staggering and you don't you better believe that sports teams want that information aggressively 2021 is gonna be a year where you're gonna see comprehensive federal privacy legislation in my belief i think it's both a republican and a democrat issue both sides of the aisle have suddenly shown a strong intense caring about your online privacy rights so look for the companies that are in FANG, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, down the road even Tesla, of having to play by privacy and policy changes or challenges might be the better way because we know Facebook, Google, and Apple will try to sidestep the Justice Department and Federal Trade Commission as best they can. But the drama could be there. And you know whatever reporter is on whatever financial network – they may say, look like Facebook's going to be broken up. And that sounds like a horrible thing. But the reality is that could be a thing that creates the stock, the stock to unlock value. So I think 2021, you're going to see a lot of politicians. That's something that both sides of the aisle can agree on. And in the end, they have to have some moments of zen and not moments of I hate you, I want to gouge your eyes out between the Republicans and Democrats. Zoom, Google Meet, WebEx, Apple Fitness Plus. These are all areas that are not necessarily hardware but software-oriented or content-oriented. 
I think you're going to see the software and content have a big year in 2021. Hardware, I'm not saying it's priced in because it's not. There's still upside, but there's a lot of upside in the software and services. You can find me online at robblackshow.com.